Hi, this is Teacher Tales, T-A-I-L-S. I'm Paul Carr, and this is Podcast 37, and this is real cute, very short, uh, about some fifth grader girls and my fiddle. Fiddler's Tears. I always wanted to play a violin. Well, actually, a fiddle. A violin is an identical instrument, but used for classical music. A fiddle is the exact same piece of hollowed wood, but used for Appalachian, bluegrass, or Celtic music. So I bought a fiddle and tracked down lessons once a week. Now, in my fifth grade class, I had one student. I'll call her Rosaria. Latina with double latte-colored skin, longish hair to her shoulders, skinny, maybe four feet, quiet as a mouse. She released her smiles reluctantly, and she parceled out her rare words with caution and a watchful eye. And every lunch, she bugged me to let her in. Normally, the kids ate lunch in the cafeteria and then hit the playground. But always there were a few, a bunch, clustered around our doors, teachers' doors, hoping we would let them in. Anyway, if possible, during that time, I would, for at least 15 minutes, try to detox. And one time I brought in my fiddle. I had been abusing it for maybe a month. Rosaria and Three of her confederates wheedled their way in during my lunch. They promised and swore by the great Wambugi. Um, The great Wambugi was a sacred and holy vow that I made the kids take, and it meant you're being honest. And um, (laughs) so they would ask me every now and then, you swear by the great Wambugi? You know, and so that that was meaning you couldn't mess around, you can't lie. Anyway, they swore by the great Wambugi not to bug me. I informed the kids I had to practice, and if they were lucky, it would be horrible at best. They claimed it didn't matter, and I confessed I could play one song, and only one song, which all fiddlers learn, Angeline the Baker, a woeful pre-Civil War song about a slave girl who sold away from her boyfriend and sent way down south probably to Mississippi. So they pulled their chairs up close, almost too close for me, but I figured if ever I'd have a generous audience in my life, it was those kiddos inches from my elbows. I put my bow to string and slowly, cautiously, almost painfully played that one and only song, and a miracle occurred. I played it so methodically, I didn't even mess it up, perhaps the first time. I hadn't paid a dusting of attention to the kids. I couldn't because I had to keep my left hand up under the neck of the fiddle and pretend I was holding an egg in my palm, so instructed my teacher. I had to keep my right elbow up and my right wrist fluid, so declared my teacher and my neck had to clamp down on the chin plate just right. Also, declared my teacher, well, these things I did. And when I stopped, three faces beamed, but the fourth, Rosario's, was buried in her lap, 
hands to her face, crying, and she didn't want the other kids to see her. I touched her shoulder, and she didn't resist. What's up? She looked up, wiped back her eyes with the inside of her shirt sleeve, and cut me a smile. That song is so sad, it got me. So that's got to count for something. Anyway, I will try. Here's, here's my fiddle, and you can suffer like they did. This is Angelina the Baker. Pretty horrible, huh? <laughs> Maybe she was crying because it was so painful. Anyway, there it is. Yeah, and again, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Fifth graders are just magnificent. And um, that girl, I do remember one time I was sick and I happened to drive by uh, Highway 156 and it was, I had just done lesson plans, put them in, and I was heading home. And uh, school had already started. And I saw her on the back of her mom's bicycle. And the mom was pedaling her to school on the highway. You know, it was like three, four miles away because she didn't want her daughter to miss school. And uh, that memory of that girl on the bike and her crying in class are with me forever. So there it is, that's 37. Fiddler's Tears, and <laughs> you can weep too. Goodbye, thanks.